Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other ags, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! We got a little story for you, Ags. Blake Howard, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2004, is the COO of Black Hill Restoration. This Austin-based tech company is into restoration, mold correction, and most recently, roof repair. Blake and his three business partners are passionate about building the right team that always does the right thing. So pass it back and listen up as Blake shares some really good bull. Well, welcome back, Ags. We've got another great episode for you today. Blake, thank you so much for joining us. Um, everyone, this is Blake Howard, CEO of Black Hill Restoration. And Blake and I met, gosh, probably what, three or four months ago at an EO, an Entrepreneurs Organization event. And if you have listened to Aggie Growth Hacks at all, you know that we we love preaching EOS, Entrepreneurs Operating System, EO, Entrepreneurs uh, Organization, Profit First, and ha- to have entrepreneurs that invest in themselves, that invest in their business, is that that's a great testament. So, Blake, thank you so much for joining us today and being willing to share. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me very much. And you're right, investing in yourself is the best investment you can make. Well, when we first met, you know, you you are one of those Aggies, those brave Aggies that are turning Austin a little bit maroon every single day. But we are down here in College Station. What do you miss, Blake, about being a student at AM? Well, I, I have a son, a freshman at AM, and I think my answer is new because of him. And I kind of think it might be a little bit of the duality of being a college student where no, no, I'm on my own. Uh, but mom and dad still got my back, you know, financially and, you know, anything that I might need, you know, as a business owner, as a person that's responsible for employees, families, you know, all of that, it can get stressful at times. And so looking back, just knowing that ah, I only had to figure out how to make it to class sure would be sometimes <laughs> a nice thing to, to have to only care about. So. That's what I miss. I miss being able to, you know, go, hey, dad, can I, can I get some money or something? So, but obviously, organizations, I was a Aggie Fish Club member, uh, which is one of the flows there. I was a fish camp counselor, Parents Weekend. And then my senior year, I was co-director of Parents Weekend. So just getting to interact, network with the students, with the faculty and staff that are a part of Coldest, things like that. It was just you know, it was a great experience. I'm glad my son's getting to experience it now, too, as a class of 2025. Wow, that's cool. So I've I've got a senior in high school, so he's wanting to be in the core next year. So he's going to be right alongside your your son right there, hopefully. Hope you got your 529. It's a great value, but it is still expensive. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I've been talking to other parents about that stuff, too. Yes, absolutely. But tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, about Black Hill Restoration, and how did you start this? How did, how did this whole thing come around? So there are four owners involved. Call it two, two majority owners and then two minority owners. I fall into the minority class. But the three of us, um, the two majorities and myself, all knew each other through Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I'm the only one that went to A&M, but one happened to be in 
College Station and was the city manager of College Station in, back in 2000 and hired me as an intern. And so we all started with Enterprise Rent-A-Car and made that a career, what we thought was going to be a career. Fast forward about 10 years, we have all attained some high-ranking position within Enterprise, or so we felt like. And then one by one, we kind of began to figure out, like, this isn't probably for us, it's the, it's the corporate mindset and grind. And they get what they pay for at Enterprise. They, they pay a decent decent amount, but you do bleed green, you know, and, and that's where your mm-hmm. heart and soul are. And when I started to look around and go, everybody that would be my boss and a lot of my cohorts are all on divorce number one or wife number two or things like that, kind of started to go, this is not really what I want. So the first two guys started Black Hill in 08, and then I joined them shortly thereafter because the design was, could we start a business that focused in on a couple of things, customer service and some sales, but then also, is there any kind of recession proofness uh, to it? Nothing obviously is, but is there something that has some insulation? And so our thought was, because Enterprise turned us on to the idea, their main thing at the time was replacement vehicles. So, you know, if you had a wreck, you had, you took your car to the shop, you had to get to work, you know, there's some recession proof there because insurance is paying for the rental, blah, blah, blah. And you need a car. You need a car, exactly. Water, fire, restoration. Most people have a mortgage on their home. They can't, so therefore they have to carry insurance. And then something happens. They file a claim. They've got to get it fixed. Therefore, we come into play. We knew absolutely nothing about fire, water, restoration when we started. But we thought, we're smart guys. If we can figure out a mousetrap that will get our get calls to come to us, we can learn how to dry up water, clean up, smoke and fire and odor. And, and the good Lord's blessed us these last, but we're going on 14 years now, which is great. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you very much. So Blake, do you, do you only do fire restoration? I mean, is, is there anything else within the company that, that y'all focus on? Because it sounds like you're very customer focused and you want to serve clients when they have problems. What else do you serve? What we're trying to be is kind of a a complete home solution or or one-stop shop. So within the last few years, we have opened up a mold division, which you have to be licensed for in the state of Texas. It's one of the few regulated states. And then more recently, roofing. We kept getting all these referrals for people saying they had roof leaks. Could you help look at my roof? Because I have water in my house. And we kept sending those away. (laughs) And we finally realized that might not be the smartest thing in the world. Why don't we do that? So we've opened up that division, we like to say, you know, kind of from top to bottom, we've got you covered, you know, when it comes to your house. So, um, but it's been fun. It's interesting and challenging as you have all these different legs of the stool and that way you can make sure that you're secure. All right. So tell us a little bit more about the roofing division and, you know, what are the challenges that you're facing as you're, as you're trying to add a new division into an existing company, you know, what are the challenges and how are you hacking those things? The challenges are, do you have the right person or the seat on the bus, right? And what we decided to do is let's go out and we identify the right person. And so we go, hey, now let's build around this. We didn't have any experience in roofing when we started this. So you look for the the right person that can drive the culture and the sales, protect your brand, because that's important. We've been around 14 years and you you don't you can takes a lifetime to build a reputation and you can lose it in a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then we also had to go out and seek out experience too, because there is, you have to know how to, how to play and what to do. And so the challenge has really been kind of coalescing and building a team of both rookies and experts and making sure that they are coexisting, I guess might be a good word, but also learning from each other, right? When you're a rookie, you got no bad habits, but you don't really have any experience. And when you're an expert, you've got all the experience in the world that you might have some bad habits. And we try to do things a little differently than other companies do just by the nature of our business and being in emergency services. So the hack really has been, I think, of just trying to identify who your leader is and then empowering them to create lead a division while you're supporting all of that run up and growth as as they go. And uh, been very blessed in our line of business. Unfortunately, disaster means we get to show up to the party, you know, and so we never want bad things to happen. But when things like that do, when natural events occur, hurricanes, hailstorms, water events, wildfires, things like that, we're always ready to go. Well, Blake, it, as you've kind of gone and, and grown the company from, from just the original restoration to the different divisions, to the mold division, to now the roofing division, what's the biggest challenge that you have faced in your company? And, and how are you overcoming? Is, is it really, is it just finding the people, the, the right people in the right seats? Or is it something a little bit different? Because each one of those markets is extremely competitive. Yeah, about the most competitive markets you could be in. We feel like in emergency services, there's somebody right there, right now that's ready to do it. You never see a billboard, you know, that goes flood, fire, water damage called Black Hill. Because nobody ever drives by it and goes, you know that fire we had two months ago? Let's let's work on that now. You know, no, it's <laughs> right then and there. Roofing's a little different. You do have some time there because hail and whatever, sometimes your roof still functions. It's just beat up. But I think what has been our biggest challenge is I think we identify the right people, but then and, and I think we do a decent job of developing people. Our business is one of high turnover and we have very long term employees. So the issue for us has been is how do you give these guys careers? How do you give these guys a path and a highway to kind of keep going? Because you can end up where you have a lot more chiefs than Indians and you still have to have people that are willing to do the work, but also have a career path. And so kind of figuring out how to intersect those those things It's probably been the difficult thing for us as we have grown. Uh, And and probably what I see is one of our biggest obstacles as we continue to grow, because you can have some instances of exponential growth, but then you can also have instances of either recession or stagnation. And how do you keep the right people motivated, moving up, you know, all of that in a smaller company, you know, full-time employees, we're probably in that 50 to 60 range between all of our divisions and, and locations and just trying to keep everybody feeling like they're heading somewhere. That's the challenge. That's the million dollar question. So Blake, how do you do that? How, yeah. how, how do you take someone who's had uh, 10 years of experience and that knows how to do everything, but y- you've got to kind of keep them challenged and motivated? Um, like you said, not with all chiefs and no Indians. So what we have found is open communication peaks behind the curtain. It's nice as a family-owned company where you can go, hey, here's where I'm thinking we're going to go. Here's where I see you. 
but you got to give me time. You know, you're going to have to do this. You need to hit this benchmark. I need you here now, but I'm doing this because this is where I see you. And so really almost drawing them a map and then giving them peaks behind the curtain and then basing their pay off of performance, you know, uh, and really incentivizing them that if they do well and, and they're, or if Black Hill does well, then they do well. And guys can make good money, money that blue collar hourly type employee that you usually get in these types of scenarios that are in the, you know, on the entry level parts. You want, oh, I can do that. You know, you mentioned we're in Austin. It's very expensive to live here, you know? And so you, you got to give guys opportunities to be able to pay their bills if you want to keep them around. Yeah. So switching gears a tiny bit here, you know, as we're looking forward into the future, and I know that's really hard to do, but what are some of the industry trends that you're seeing for the restoration industry and now the roofing industry? So I'm seeing a lot of consolidation. It feels like people are getting bought out. One of our biggest competitors locally was just bought out by a larger company. And so, and then obviously the franchises that you hear about, the, the main players, the Surf Pros and the Blackman Moorings, things like that, that yeah. are kind of nationwide. They're continuing to open up new stores. They keep diminishing their markets, but they have more locations and things like that. Restoration is very profitable if you can get the work. Getting the work is the hard part. And so that is also kind of the, the obstacle is how do you continue to get the work? Because with consolidation, insurance companies, places like that are really trying to consolidate their systems and their in-houses too, where things flow a certain way and you've got to fight for the job. We joke that every job we get is stolen because we are not part of any of these programs per se. Somebody stops it in its track and goes, no, this one, I want to send to Black Hill because I know what I'm going to get with them. And, and that's good customer service and doing what's right for their customer because we work for them as opposed to just trying to hit some number. And so really you're serving two masters. You're serving the master, the person who has the home, the property that needs to be restored. But then you're also serving their insurance company, making sure that it's done right on time in budget and that the homeowner is happy. Because if the homeowner is not happy, they're going to complain to you, but they're also going to complain to the insurance company. And then the insurance company isn't a customer complaint department. They want it to go smooth and everything. And so really you can bring value to two people at the same time. And that's got to be your key. And actually add a third layer because you, you deal with the insurance company who writes you the checks, the customer who signs up with you, you make them happy. And then the person that sent them to you, right? Whether it be a plumber or an agent or a property manager or whoever, I've got to keep that person happy for them saying, no, no, I want this to go to Black Hill and stopping it in its process and sending it there. So we joke that we have three masters and we can't mess up with any of them or else it, it starts to go wrong. So we're real passionate and have a real big sense of urgency about anything customer service related. Well, Blake, where do you see Black Hill in 10 years? What, what's your BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal? I was thinking about that. And I think I have two. Personally, I would like to develop the team in and around me where I can be more in a role that is not necessarily in the nitty gritty all of the time, you know, to have to develop and, and teach, train, develop the right guys that they can run the day to day. And therefore it, it be a machine. You know, that's 
personally. I think from a business standpoint is to have really four divisions that each can stand on their own legs that make us solid. That way, when something happens, you have three other legs in which to stand on, you know, kind of that milking stool, you know, reference, so to speak. So those divisions being mold, reconstruction, roofing, and then the emergency services, fire, fire. Nice. Love it. Absolutely love that. All right. We're going to head into our lightning round, but before we do that, we are going to take a moment here to listen to a small message from our sponsor. Starting up the lightning round, lightning round is real simple. We have one rule. You have to answer each of these questions in 30 seconds or less. All right. You ready? Well, that's a rule I need to pay attention to. I feel like I might have done long. <laughs> you do great. You do great. Can we get All a right. clock in the corner? Or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. We've talked about that for a while. So, yeah, maybe in season six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake, what is your favorite hack? This can be personal or business. Anything goes here, but because we're your Aggie growth hacks, what's your favorite hack? Um, don't lose or give up the high ground. Um, and what I mean by that is, is you can look at it from a lawful standpoint, a moral standpoint, or is it even just the right thing to do? But the second you do, when you get down and dirty with customers and sometimes those issues, you, you lose it. Don't, don't give up the high ground, whatever that is. Just do what's right and it'll work out. Yeah. I don't think I've ever quite heard it phrased that way, but I love it. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to use that. I'm going to give you credit twice and then I'm going to steal it <laughs> for my own. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> Blake, what is, uh, what's the favorite bit of advice that you you've gotten and 2001 points extra, if you tell me how you actually applied it. So I'll, I'll make this uh, quick cause I only have 30 seconds, but the best advice I ever got was actually out of the Bible, which was do everything to the glory of the Lord. And when you run a business that way, when you interact with people that way, things tend to work out. And when you, when you have that mindset, you know, then you realize you're not the one in control. I work and like I am, but I know that I'm not. And so if I, but if I live that, that advice of do everything to the glory of the Lord, it, it's great because I know who's in control. Love it. All right. Next one, Blake, what is your superpower? I don't have one, um, but I would say what sets us apart is a sense of urgency. How do we react? It's a smaller company. We can be nimble. You got to make sure you don't swing the pendulum one way too far or another, but just customer calls, you call them back. If a customer has a need, you take care of the need, all of it, sense of urgency. And Blake, what is something that gets you out of bed, excited to tackle the day and, and work with your customers and your team every single day? Younger Blake would have said, how do I keep this thing going and afloat? Uh, older Blake says, it's the people, you know? You see the families, you meet them that you're responsible for, and the more you can develop good moms and dads that have good kiddos, that's great. We've got many sets of family members that work for us, fathers and sons, and that's really neat because you wouldn't put your family member in a bad situation, we feel. We yeah. Love it. So how can the Aggie Network get in touch and support you moving forward, Blake? Yeah, so um, we would love anybody that, might be listening to this that would be interested in learning restoration, becoming part of a team, right? Like we talked about earlier, always wanting to look for the right person. And a lot of times we will find something that they can do if we think that they're the right person. 
we usually, we kind of reverse that. We start with trying to find the right person as opposed to finding the job, you know, um, and create that. And so I think, you know, boy, a and I, I just heard is the largest uh, on-campus enrolled university in the nation now. And so we need some of that talent and some of that uh, maroon here in the 512, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you are fighting the good fight every single day. <laughs> yes, yes. Blake, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being really open and honest with us. Thank, thanks for kind of sharing not only where you've come, but where you are going. We are excited to see where Black Hills is going and, and to really to, to see you build out those four stools, those four divisions of the business to be able to be flexible and, and sustainable. And to have a good ag at the at the helm of it all, leading it, um, it's really super cool to see. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Giggle. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that awesome or what? I know that Blake shared some pretty awesome value bombs there uh, with his growth hacks and everything. I had tons and tons of things that I wrote down. What was your favorite one, Greg? Yeah, there, there was a lot of good bull that that he talked about there. The thing that really stuck out to me, and I, I loved how he phrased it, that don't give up the high ground and and how he really meant that to say, is like, look, you've got to always do the right thing. You've got to do thing, the right thing for your customers, uh, your suppliers. And, and this is a guy that he said he's got three different customers <laughs> that he has to serve with every single job that he's on. I mean, my goodness. I mean, I've heard of other entrepreneurs that have had to you know, deal with one, maybe two customers, but to really be able to serve three separate three. people whose goals are aligned, but not 100% the same. He and his team really have to always have the high ground. And by that is to always just do the right thing to make sure that his team is empowered to do the right thing. And then, then a bonus for me, I, I love how he realized the importance of having the longevity within his employees and always striving to make sure that they were challenged and that they were earning enough and doing the right things. But he said, you know, look, we've got a plan to make sure that we're all going to work together. We're all going to be successful, but not wake up one day and be so top heavy with higher management people that you're not competitive. Um, So those are the two things I really took away. What about you, Chris? So mine really big one that I took away was having a sense of urgency, right? And we've heard this before uh-huh. with other entrepreneurs more recently with Jackson Rollo with uh, Rollo Insurance, right? And Jackson's was, you know, we call him Action Jackson now, right? His law of 72, right? Of having to get stuff done within in 72 hours, right? And putting yep. it on the calendar for any good idea. Well, I think that obviously, I mean, it kind of makes sense for Blake to have a sense of urgency. They, you know, I mean, come on. You're not going to sit around while someone's house is, you know, on fire, right? Or had a a fire, you know, happen to it. So with their type of business, they have to have a sense of urgency. But I think that as entrepreneurs, right, most entrepreneurs don't have that sense of urgency. Super important that we do think about those things and, and make sure that we actually take action, even if it's not perfect action, that we just take action. So yep. that's yeah, but, but he also said, you know, you don't want to swing the t- pendulum too much the other way that you're just right. reacting and spinning out of control. Right. But to have that fine balance, I mean, having, you know, spinning two plates at one time, that kind of sounds like what an entrepreneur does every single day. Every day. Yep. <laughs> well, Ags, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. 
We hope that if you're not connected with Blake and his team at Black Hill Restoration, that you connect with them. If you're an ag that's looking to get into that business, you know, definitely reach out to him. He's someone that is passionate about growing, passionate about having the right team. And if you are in the Austin area or area that they serve, make sure that, that you look him up the next time. It's not a billboard, but here's a, uh, here's a little promo for him. But we also hope that you connect with Chris and I. If you're not connected to Aggie Growth Hacks, if you're not connected to Chris Hunter and Greg Martin, please connect with us online, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, no TikTok yet. Nope, no, no TikTok. No, not yet. But... <laughs> But we also hope that you check out AggieGrowthHacks.com, where you'll not only be able to hear the episode with Blake, but all of our previous episodes and some of our other amazing content. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, Ags, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hacked their growth. Till then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig them.